Hi, my name's Hayla Haley, and this is Uncommon. Uncommon is a production by Neural, a full-service digital agency. If you want to grow with a premium agency and have the ability to work with Jordan directly, then learn more at neural.com slash media and request a callback. That's N-E-U-R-A-L-L-E dot com slash media. My name is Jordan Michaelides and I'm the host of Uncommon, a show that asks the why on business, media, current affairs and sport. If you like this episode, do leave us a written review on your podcast app, particularly if you're on Apple Podcasts, as it does help the feed work out. If you like this sort of content, to find all previous guests, just head to neural.com slash uncommon. For the full video, you can search Uncommon Show on YouTube. For social, you can keep up to date with behind the scenes at uncommon underscore show on Instagram. But with all that being said, let's get into the episode. My guest this week, obviously, is Halo Haley, uh, Haley Stewart. Yes, of course. Stewart Corporation is very interesting. <laughs> I didn't come up with that. I, that was not me. That wasn't me. Actually, I didn't even come up with my name either. Halo Haley. My mum came up with that, not me. Really? Yeah. So it wasn't my idea. <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. We were talking before, like off air, about um, you know all these fan-led. Uh, sort of like famous birthday websites, mm. and uh, we're talking about. So, do you still watch any of iDubs? You don't watch? No, really? I don't watch him anymore. Okay, <laughs> but oh, who else did I have on that list? There was iDubs. Yeah, Rhett McLaughlin. Sometimes, and there was someone else, and I didn't put it in there because I have no idea who they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Who do, you, who do you watch now on YouTube? Um, I'm very limited now, so I watch a lot of. Gaming, horror gaming, so Corey Extension, Markiplier. And yeah. That's about it. Markiplier. He's a great guy. <laughs> there was a clip the other day of him and, like, he picked up his dog. It must have been on, like, PewDiePie's subreddit. And uh, it's just his dog looks so fucking goofy. <laughs> that guy's got a great voice, though. He does. He's got he a does. very it's good very voice. very smooth. It's very, very relaxing. Um, it's like a good old glass of milk, that voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you – so you don't watch too much YouTube? No, I actually don't watch that much YouTube. I, considering I am on YouTube, I don't really watch as much as I would. Well, it's not like the predominant platform. Yeah. If you think about it, like TikTok, TikTok is obviously where you are. But um, do you watch like ordinary TV, or do you watch Netflix? What are you watching um, outside of social? I, I don't really watch much live action. I watch a lot of like cartoons, so like. Uh, Anime, <laughs> yeah. um, American Dad, Family Guy. I'm really obsessed with that kind of stuff at the moment. So okay. that's what I watch. So you, you, do you download or do you just use like Hulu or something like that? I bought it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's actually like really, okay, it's a good service, but um, like the quality on YouTube is annoying at times. Yeah. Like we bought, um, God, is this show, it's just so ridiculous. It's sort of like... Um, it is real like a mummy's show. Uh, a mummy's show. Out- Outlander. <laughs> Lauren calls it mummy porn. It's called Outlander. They've just got really thirsty main characters. <laughs> and the predominant audience is like 40-year-old women. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's like about this this lady who travels through time back to Scotland in like the 1800s or 1700s or something like that. And... Uh, it just goes on and on and on. And so they only had up to season four on Netflix mm-hmm. and we decided to buy season five because it's part of some obscure TV network called Stars. It's like the Foxtel of Scotland. Or I've heard the Foxtel of... I uh, think I've vaguely Ireland. heard of it, yeah. Mm. But, but, you know, you get those things. But then we, we just got Apple TV, so now we can buy stuff a lot cheaper. You know, we just started watching Mad Men. Can you I, watch uh, it? No, I, I I don't watch all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like I'm uh, more like a Vampire Diaries, Pretty Lies, <laughs> Gossip Girl kind of person. Mad Gossip Girl. Fuck. Gossip Girl. They're doing those. a reunion. They're doing like yeah, when it's safe to film again, obviously, but they're doing a reunion. Wow, that guy. The um, what's the main guy? Obviously, he. Oh, uh, he's in you. 
That was a very good series. I couldn't watch that. I wanted to yeah, watch it. Yeah, it became excruciating after it, Literally, I, yeah. I got up to like episode five of the first season and I just, it gave me so much anxiety and yeah. tension. Like I was like, no, nah, I can't. I can't. I, all I wanted during this whole series was like, how is he getting away with this shit? Yeah, yeah. And not getting... He's got like this glass box that he puts people in mm. <laughs> in a library. Yeah. And nobody and no knows. One called him. Nobody knows. It's, re- it's really, really odd. Um, I think, yeah, we probably switched off, like, episode six, and I was going to start the next season. But the problem is there's so much stuff these days. Yeah. Every time you, you you're get... lost, you're, I don't I feel like it's it's one of those things where you never pick it up again. That Yeah, I, I wanted to finish it, but I, I, I can't. Mm. It's one of those shows. Now, I want to know uh, about Hayley before she got into TikTok, right? <laughs> so what's... um. I know it's, I know it's hard to think about early memories sometimes. And what's sort of your earliest memory as a kid? Well, I was really into gymnastics. So I did, I did five years of gymnastics, uh, and then after I moved, so uh, there wasn't like a gym around us. So I got into dancing because I had like a dance mum's face where I was like, <laughs> I wanted to be like Maddie Ziegler. <laughs> it didn't work out, but um, I. Yeah, that's that's what my life was before all of this. Yeah. So dancing, gymnastics, when did you have that sort of epiphany of like, you okay, I want to be like Maddie? No, was, no, no. Do you think it was that video clip? I I, I wanted to be her dancing-wise, but I, this whole thing was an accident, like right. where I am now. So um, I heard that Caitlin, it was like 2015, it was musically before it was TikTok, um, and I heard that she had the app, so I was like, oh, you know, I'll download it and see what it's all about. I posted a video, uh, you know, did not good at all. Uh, and then on my third video, it just went from there, and I was like, hold on. My f- and I, I woke up at like 3 o'clock in the morning to notifications just blowing up my phone. I'm like, oh, I've never had this before. <laughs> so I went on there. I thought somebody was buying followers and likes for me. I did not know that. Really? Yeah, I, I was like, why is this happening to me? Do you remember the video? Um, what it was about? Yes. It, it, I'm doing transitions. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so that, that's what I was doing. But I had like really terrible eyeliner and makeup. It, it, it was bad. It was a really bad video. Um, but I didn't think that it was genuine. So, and then I just kept going from there. It, it's it's hard like that. I remember we um, were when we first got onto TikTok. It would have been like late 2018, and we're playing around. And you know, you have the thing about TikTok is it's got a lot of organic reach, mm. that unlike all other platforms. And then we made one video, and we had no followers. Like it might have been like 50. 40 followers or something like that but this video had like 30,000 views and likes and stuff like that and I'm like what (laughs) (laughs) this is unusual it's so easy you can't you can't get that on Instagram or anything because you can just keep scrolling for hours like you don't have to like search anything up or like click on a video like you can just keep scrolling it's like the easiest form of content to consume so I think that's I think that's why it's so popular Mm. Was there sort of like an early creative stage with the dancing that you think has like really helped with what you're doing now? No. No? I, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Because this was a whole accident. I I didn't know that social media fame was a thing. Like you could get popular from social media. Like I knew about Vine, but I didn't think that it was like something like a that could make you like a celebrity or something so yeah it was all really new to me when i got on there so you don't you don't think there was uh like you were never sort of um miming things in your head like no surely no nothing nothing (laughs) because like the the biggest like i would say format of stuff that you do is sort of the lip syncs right yeah and like impersonations Mm. um so there was there was never a time where you were like impersonating your parents or anything like that. Oh, I I, I impersonate my parents all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I all the time. I have like their outfits. Like I, I, I'll look yeah, at them. Yeah, their characters. Yeah, they, the their characters. characters, and I'll just make them like a stereotype <laughs> of yeah. what they wear. So that yeah, I do a lot of that. But I don't 
don't even know how that started. I don't remember a lot, but I don't know why I started doing characters. Yeah, the the, the cliche for your parents is like your dad is sort of um, a flannel shirt <laughs> and your mum is just always in a dressing gown with the hair. <laughs> I didn't know you... I, I, I wasn't expecting yeah. to you that. Um, but I, I don't know where those outfits came from either. Yeah. I know my dad, he wears the same thing, like, all the time, but my yeah. mum doesn't walk around the house in a towel and stuff. No, but you but you obviously learnt then and there that you have to sort of, like, create... You can't be changing these people because yeah. people can't keep up with the fact that, okay, this is mum and this is dad. You've got to have something that's really easy to identify. I think that... And that is, that is what's good about I've it. I've been playing those characters for a couple of years now, so they're kind of like... When my when I post a video, my followers know what characters I'm playing now, so... They definitely know, mm. that's for sure. Um, okay, so, like I said, I discovered you probably... Laura and I found you in late 2018, early 19, right? I think. Um, and I guess I, it was really interesting. So you were... Tell me about the whole musically TikTok thing. So it's two completely different things. So it is, it, isn't it? Musically was more just lip syncing, like to songs, and it it was a lot easier too. But now, when it transitioned to TikTok, it, I, I don't want to say it got like toxic, but the <laughs> community got bigger. And it, it reached a wider audience because people started growing out of the lip syncing because obviously that wasn't everybody's thing. Um, so it, it, it's just grown bigger. And there, it's just a, it's a weird community. It, it's mm. weird. Everybody is separated and everybody's trying to be better than each other on that app. It's just like, it, it, was, it was weird to transition to. So you were on Musical.ly. Did, did they just give you a blanket update and say, hey, Musical.ly is now TikTok? Uh, yeah, because you were it, one of, I think you were one of the biggest creators on Musically at the time. Yeah, because um, it, they just said, "Hey, something biz, big's coming." Nobody knew what it was. They didn't email anybody about it, and then just on the day, it went from Musically to TikTok. So, so you just found out on the day. Yeah, I found out on the day. No, nothing. Interesting, and so now, TikTok is an interesting one because I remember there was um, like a really in the finance space is a really well known brand that Bloomberg owns or Bloomberg is like the brand for finance news and they had a sub brand called TikTok mm. and then when TikTok came out they just they changed it uh, because they were just like fuck we can't be TikTok anymore <laughs> but uh, I found it interesting so ByteDance is the company that owns it yeah and that they've sort of rebranded this thing to what the Chinese version was called mm. and now it's just everywhere around the world um, it's but it's really like because obviously I was saying before off air that we have this agency and we get people asking all the time, like, how do we get into TikTok? What's the TikTok strategy for corporates? There's, there's not a strategy for TikTok. No, there like, isn't. It, it's, it's just, it's, it's random. But it's still really, really, like, it's just so, I think it's still really early days. I think this yeah, thing definitely. is really, really early days. I think this is like YouTube in 2012, yeah, maybe, it's, it's definitely 2010. not the biggest that it is, it will grow much bigger. Like, as an example, you know, I don't know if you know, on, like, Facebook and Instagram, you've got these self-serve platforms where you can run ads. Mm. They still don't have that at all on TikTok. And they're, they're way... So they've just opened their office here in Sydney, um, their business for TikTok office, and they're, they're telling people that the way to integrate is to reach out to agencies like ours or this there's one that's just a TikTok agency now and it's all about just creating content and working with influencers. Mm -hmm. So it's still, that to me shows that it's still really, really, really early days. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it, it has grown massively. I think I was like, I had some stat the other day. It is at like 800 million daily active yeah, users or something like that. that's insane. It, it, bigger than Musical.ly ever was. Yeah, but it's still really, if you think about it, it's still really small in comparison to the yeah. other big platforms. Because, and it's a it's a lot more different because musically it was a like a bit more. 
I don't know how to explain it, but they had like awards and stuff like that. So really? you could, yeah, you could get like features on that app. So you'd be put on a specific page for the globally, for, so everyone could see. It would be the feature page, um, and then the following page, and you could get like awards. So if you posted specific content, you could be branded like a vlogger, a comedian, beauty, and they just took that all, all away. You could even have like a something called a crown instead of a verification now. So, so it's sort of like. That's interesting because Reddit has got that, yeah. but it's the users are paying for mm. it. I don't know. Yeah, that that's sort of one of the ways that Reddit monetized. And they've they've cracked down on the ages a lot on right. TikTok. So for for musically, it, really anybody could get popular and you know use the app. But now it's got to be like fifteen plus because. Really? Yeah. So anyone under the age of 15, you just can't be... Like, they've got, like, an age... Yeah. Uh, what do they call that on the apps? It's like an age restriction mm. thing. They've got that on YouTube, right? Um, how would you... I mean, look, I, one of the things I had here was, like, as I said, 800 million daily active users or something ridiculous like that, or 80, 800 million actual users. Um Brands are still waiting to get into this thing. They have no idea what they're doing. I think for yourself, you've got you and your sister have both got around two million followers, which then bleeds into other things like Instagram, YouTube, and all that. So, to a first timer now, if if a brand hit you up tomorrow and they said, "Hey, Haley, can you explain TikTok to us?" What would you say to them? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> See, it's different with brands and actual people. Mm. So if somebody were to come up to me, like just a, a person and say, hey, how can I get started on TikTok? I'd, I'd give them advice like uh, be original and, you know, kind make of stuff. Yeah, make, make, make content instead of just like sitting in front of the camera being like, ha <laughs> <laughs> um, But for brands, it, it kind of, it really depends on what the brand is. Like, are they, are they makeup? Food, yeah. clothing. It Who really are they depends. going to? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is like uh, obviously it's a younger audience. People are still thinking it's got to be that. Like I know I'm pretty sure Fashion Nova is huge in terms of doing deals. I remember actually someone mentioned who's the biggest TikTok star in Australia right now? There was a girl. She's like a dancer and she's like 18. She's got a kid. Oh, her name is Sarah. I don't know Some, her. Something. I, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but her name is Sarah. But literally everything on her profile is dancing. Mm -hmm. And then in between, like, every six or seven, there might just be, like, an ad where she's dancing in this outfit from this brand. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's sort of horses for courses and finding out, like, what's who's the best creator And it's also... Approaching the right creator as well, because I do I do comedy. So if a makeup brand was like, yeah. "Hey, we want you to showcase our makeup," <laughs> it wouldn't really fit. So it really it could though. And, uh, <laughs> I, it's just it, you've got to pick the right creator yeah. to get the maximum engagement. So. Mm. Have you had brands reach out to you yet? Yes, multiple times. Uh, so to what do type of stuff? Uh, music promotions. Okay. Um, I did an energy drink, so I had to like, <laughs> like show the energy drink yeah. like a couple times. Um, was it and um, apps. was it bang? Yes, it was bang. <laughs> 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 they had like a, a whole uh, exposing thing, so I was like, I can't, I can't. Yeah, do this well, dude, that that is, um, uh, it's a fascinating brand because it's come out of nowhere. Yeah, they just they they got a whole bunch of TikTokers and they're like, hey, promote our drinks. And we'll give you money. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just got popular from but there. But their, their entire strategy on Instagram was just basically get uh, models, but they would tag not just the brand but the CEO. Mm. So they wanted to build the CEO's profile <laughs> as well. <laughs> and, like, the music is intense, but it's – I've actually never tried it. I've never, ever tried it. I'll let you in on something. Yeah. I tipped it out and oh, really? put water in it. <laughs> To make it look like I was drinking it because I smelt it and it's I was on, not right? gonna put that. But, in but it's 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 weird because it's like energy drinks but like low sugar and they they go for the whole keto thing, it, right? It, it, when I opened the can, oh my god, the smell was nah. So I, I poured it out. I was like, nah, can't can't do it, and I put water in it because <laughs> they, they they said, oh, you you gotta make it look like you're drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. 
Uh, formats, that's an interesting one. We, when I said before, we were experimenting things. So obviously for us, as a, this is something I've taught, we've got, had a lot of internet comedians on that are mates of the, the show. Mm. And um, they've done really, really well. Like um, a good example would be this guy, Neil Kolhatka. He's based in Sydney. And um, he probably came to notoriety for the video Australia in two minutes on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very long time ago, like probably six years ago. So he's got all these clips and he comes on to TikTok and then the space of like a week or two, he's gone from zero to like half a million. So he he sort of worked out how to really grow an audience on this thing. But we've had chat, we'll just have chats and it's like, how do you do serious TikTok? Because like if you look at the, the key format, the formats that win, obviously the ones that you're doing well, so lip syncs, voiceovers, impersonations mm-hmm. would be one. Music and dancing. Comedy, which could be intertwined in those two, mm-hmm. but comedy in and of itself can be a, a format. And then memes, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but the overwhelming thing is that in all of them, laughter is like key. Laughter or music. Yeah. Intertwined, like remixed in some way. So, yeah, I guess I was curious, one, what, what category do you see yourself fitting into, if any? And how do you see that sort of changing over time? I've always considered myself to be a comedian, so okay. but not like not like kind of stand up, not good. that kind, not that kind. Because um, my my sole purpose is to post videos to make people laugh or yeah. smile or whatever. That that is my main thing. So I haven't really branded myself as anything basically. So yeah. So you you never consider stand up? No way, no <laughs> way. That looks like the most stressful thing ever. Because if no one laughs, <laughs> you're fucked. Yeah, you can't you can't do anything with that. Yeah, that's a fair point. Because we obviously a lot of these comedians that we know are stand ups. Mm. Um, like that is their number one job, and then everything that follows after that is a bonus. I don't know. I feel like you could be good at it. I I could never. I, you don't like the crowd. You got like a whole. People, you got a whole room of people there, and they they paid to laugh. And yeah. if you don't make them laugh, you've wasted their money. You're so, done. No. Well, you should. I'll have to message one of them. And be like, hey, have, we've got someone who wants to try an open mic night. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so so first and foremost, comedy. Who were sort of the the leaders and other formats that you look up to? Who, when you think of like Haley ten years from now. Who are the people that you really idealise in that way? There is um, there is a YouTuber. His name is Hard Stop Lucas. Okay. He is probably my number one inspiration for all of the content that I do because just the way he does it is hilarious. It's funny. It's fast-paced. And it's always the kind of con- content that I've wanted to make. So he's always been an inspiration when he followed me back oh, <laughs> freaked out where did he follow you back though tiktok okay mm. that's good so hard stop lucas how would you sort of um define comedy com- comedy yeah. like he wasn't originally like a um no he was a video a, guy oh he did like he's vine and then moved to oh. youtube and stuff yeah yeah hard stop lucas mm. okay oh my god half of it is just like uh Funniest Vine <laughs> moments. We'll have to come back and look at that. Interesting. Okay, so he's the one that you look up to. Like, going back to what I was saying before about serious TikTok. Um, so this is the thing that I was chatting to Neil about. So we're talking really news, business, finance, politics. That's the one area that tic- that I don't think TikTok has been able to do well in. No, I've never have you seen, seen anything? Anything to do? I, there's a lot of there's a lot of politics on TikTok. Yeah, but it's more memes though. Kind you, of, sort of. Because there's um, you know the hype house on TikTok where yep. like Charlie D'Amelio and stuff. There is two houses. There's one called the Liberal Hype House where a bunch of teenagers w- uh, with a liberal opinion will do that, and then there's like a conservative hype house where, and that like. Like they clash, they literally clash. Like it's a debate. It's ridiculous, but um, yeah, it, it, teenagers are very political on there. But 
I wouldn't say news or finance, really. Yeah. Definitely nothing to do with No, like, and that's another thing is sort of like a lot of these comedians have podcasts like ourselves and they're like, we don't know, like the only way that you could intertwine the podcast element is if there's a funny clip. Yeah, That's the only way you can do it. Definitely. That would be the only way for a podcast to be able to crack TikTok. We've we've tried it. We've obviously, we've got some other friends that are sort of in the um, photographer Instagram space and we did a few like funny clips with them and that worked. Because there's a... There's a radio show on TikTok. They're verified. I can't remember their name. Um, they post funny clips from. So if something random and funny happens, they'll post that clip to TikTok, and then it gets into the for you page. Is it uh, a radio show or is it? It's like on the actual radio. So it is a radio show. It's not Carl and Jackie O, is it? Let me let me <laughs> have a, let me have a look because I I don't really remember who it was. Um, I'm just gonna try search it. This is the this is the one thing that bugs me with TikTok is like the automatic, fucking blaring sound. That's like how many times I've been on a train. It's just like. <laughs> 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 so Kyle and Jackie O, I don't think they're on it. Uh, they're a little bit before your time. Kyle and Jackie O, uh, yeah, they are there. Yeah, they got 2.4 million likes. Let me see if it was them. No, it wasn't them. Oh, I can't remember. It was a really funny clip, and I don't really laugh at people on the radio, so... So Kiss uh, FM, they have, like, a few of their stars on here. Jason PJ is another one. That, that, I, think that's, I think that's the one, Jason PJ. That might be the one. We've, we've had both of them on the show here, and I've, I've listened to them every day. They're fucking funny. Uh, they did pretty well. Uh, I'll say three, two, one, you push the toes down. Yes, them, them. They, I got one of their clips on my For You page, and it was hilarious, and I never laugh at the radio. So, yeah, they, they're great. They, they are very, very funny. Mm. Um, God, that would be fun. I, I, I should get you to go on the radio with them. <laughs> And then the two, the two of you can combine to make a, uh, a TikTok. Because they talk about it all the time, right? So they've got a podcast. Uh, so they'll do their radio thing. And the podcast is like the bulk of the radio show. But at the start, they'll do like 30 minutes just chatting. And they're always talking about TikTok. Half the clips are like Jay saying, am I the taco? Like just they put tacos over his face or... Just a bunch of shit like that. And uh, they've tried all the fucking TikTok challenges, but they all say, we are shit at TikTok because we're too old. <laughs> That's his excuse. That's his fucking excuse for not so, doing much. Yeah, I think I think for podcasts or radio shows to be able to crack TikTok, just post funny clips. you got to be funny. Yeah, you you got to be funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think, um, I think in the next week we'll probably, like, kick off our podcast show TikTok properly mm. and do funny clips. We need, we're hiring her for a producer at the moment, so Lauren doesn't have to do as much of this. Mm. And um, that'll be, like, one of the key things is, like, you must get the TikTok going. Um, okay, so serious t- TikTok, you've got to have comedy into it. Yeah. If you want to be relevant at yeah, all. Yeah, because that's, that's what most of my... For you pages, anyways. Like you don't have to like always do comedy, but you've got to have some kind of element sometimes. Yeah. Do you like you've grown to two million followers, and people would say, "Oh, that's fucking easy." But Jesus Christ, they are delusional if they think that. It that was, is a very. It was not easy to get to one no. million. It it was very hard. Very very hard. Uh-huh. So you're so the one thing would obviously be consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I'm just curious, like how how did you think about this thing? I. I like, ha- explain the mindset from zero to 10,000 and what that was like. What were you thinking at the time? Were you like, okay, I'm going to publish once a day, you know, um, I'm going to hit this, this, and this thing? I didn't take it seriously until I hit about 60,000 followers on Musically. And then I was like, all right, hold on. I think that this is something that I should actually be serious about. Yeah. So when I hit 10,000, it, it, w- it was like, yeah, that's cool, but I didn't. I didn't think it was the big a big deal, but when I yeah sixty thousand was like all right, I've got to take it seriously. Okay, and I mean you had your sister who was already doing stuff as well, right? Uh, who came who came first? She joined the app first, but I got popular first. Okay, so and then she did as well. Yeah, but she was 
working on it at the same time, you'd say? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so so did you have an idea as to, like, how many times a week you were publishing? Like, did you just think, okay, oh, as soon as something comes into your head, you were just... Multiple, every day. Multiple videos every single day. That's... Yeah. Eh. And I don't really have, like, a strict time. I just, I just post whatever I want, but, um, yeah... Definitely multiple times every day. Not like for everybody, because I, I don't do that anymore. Like mm. I post once or twice a day now, but back then when I was trying to get to a million, I was posting multiple every day. Yeah. Yeah, I know like at the moment you, so you'd normally be like once, twice a day. And I think it was, it's sort of obvious that you've been doing school because mm. it might be like two, three times a week normally. And you can see those different changes in cadence like yeah, during definitely. like school and um, school holiday period. So you, you're basically just like, okay, I've got an idea, I'll go with that. That's literally it. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah? Yeah, it's very easy to get up and go. But it, it, it's it's so weird because my sister and I have been doing the same, like we've, we've been in the same industry for f- like about five years now and we, it's been really weird. We've never been competitive at all because... You know, that's just not us. We've never been like, oh, I have more followers than you, and I, I make more of this, and I make. It's it's never been like that. Yeah. But it it's definitely been a weird experience. I've met a lot of dodgy people. Yeah. I've been through a lot of dodgy things. Um, but it's been fun most of the time. Yeah. What what's it, you, I can imagine you two both being young girls. You would have had some. Uh, a few weird experiences. Is there anything that comes to light? Oh, too many. Um, what? I guess for you, the main thing would be people just messaging you, right? Yeah. Um, there was this one time. So when I was trying to get to a million followers, I was live streaming constantly. So like, I I was doing streams all of the time. Um, but people were getting word, like, in my town, in the old town that I used to live in, that I was popular, and I had, like, a million followers and everything. So, I had these kids across the road, like, you drive down, go to left, and then they were there. They knew that, so what they did is they wrote me a letter, I don't remember what the letter said, but then they, they put it in my mailbox, and it, it, it was really weird, but it was like, alright, can't be anything too harmful, but then... I had like 20,000 people on the stream as well so because it was a really massive market to do live streaming on Musical.ly. So I was streaming all the time and those kids came into my stream because I didn't write them back and they leaked my address. They started typing, oh, hey guys, no. hey guys, Hayley lives here, um, this is her So basically they, do- they doxed you. Yeah, and um, the next day I went to a friend's house. Um, and my sister also went to a friend's house, so we were both gone. My mum calls us 20 minutes later and says, there were just nine kids at the door wanting you and Caitlin. And she was like, go away. Like, this is this, this is our house. Like, privacy, go away. go away. So she closed the door on them and she, they wanted us. And it was the weirdest thing ever. Because, I, I mean, I'm not even that massive. I'm not like, you know... So take Ariana Grande. I'm not her. So what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> so that that's definitely the that's weirdest the, thing. That would be the weirdest thing, mm-hmm. particularly when you've not, uh, yeah, you've not grown up with that sort of celebrity lifestyle. Mm. It would be unusual. And it, it was definitely weird the first time I had somebody come up to me in public and go, "Are you Haley?" Hell, hell? I'm like, "How do you know me?" <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was like it was weird, but I was like. Yes. <laughs> so did, did they like want photos yeah. and stuff like that? And like, oh, it's also it's also weird because I went to the store um, on the weekend a couple years ago, and it was like eleven p.m. and I looked like trash. I had my my hair was bad. I was wearing like bummy clothes, and I just wanted snacks. That's it. And there was someone in there who recognised me, and I was like, no. <laughs> so from the, I, and they wanted photos, so I was like, can you take them on Snapchat? Because I got the filters on there. <laughs> um, so from that night forward, every time I leave the house, I I fix myself up. Yes, yeah, so you're not, I'm you're not going out in trackies and Uggs anymore. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> no way. Ah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I can imagine that would be very, very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Having did, did you guys have to move because of that? Um. N- well, I only had... Or it died down after it, it died down because I only had, you know, a couple, like a million followers. So it wasn't like a massive thing. But only. I didn't really have to, you know... 
<laughs> I mean, compared to some other creators, like a million is kind of like, you know, a lot of people have a million. But um, it, it did die down because I, I wasn't massive, luckily. So. Mm. Yeah, I, I remember watching like a clip with, because uh, oh, I, I like Gary V. I don't know if you know of yes, Gary Vee. He's like we actually interviewed him on um, really on Monday because he has like this tea with Gary Vee thing, mm-hmm. and uh, you get like a segment with him. So we had like 10, 15 minutes to interview Gary. Um, but I remember recently he met with uh, Charlie and what's her sister's name? Dixie. Dixie D'Amelio, to talk about this sort of stuff, and it was very interesting. And the parents were there as well. It was because so. I I. I knew Charlie, like, when she was, like, early, like, early into her fame. And then she just blew up Ugh. instantly. And it was insane as well because because she was getting so much attention, everybody everybody was hating on her. Like, oh, you're not even that pretty. Why are you getting all these followers? You're not doing that much. Like, oh, this and this and that. And you just get off the app and why do you have this and that? And it was just, like... Calm down. She's like 15. You don't. She doesn't need a mass amount of people giving her hate every single day. Yeah. It was insane. I, I don't know how she kept going with that because if, yeah. if I was if I was in that position, I would quit. And they still get a lot of stuff like yeah. that now. Yeah. I don't know how many followers she has. It'd be tens of millions mm. right now. And I it, think she's approaching 40 million. Yeah, something like that. It would be very, very intense, particularly at, at that age. You're a similar age, right? Mm. Um, I started at 11. You started at 11? I did, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> because, because of that, I get a lot of weird messages from older men all yeah. the time. And it, it, at first, it was really strange, but I'm so used to it now. Yeah. Like, all of these weird messages. Well, you, this is something that you could speak to Jason PJ about, because PJ, the girl... Uh, they speak about this on the podcast. The weird shit that you get as a female influencer, like they have a ho- they had a whole segment on uh, foot pics. Oh! <laughs> and then, then half the other girls were joking, like, oh, "I really need to buy this ticket for this this concert. Maybe I should it sell is, some foot." Literally, pics. I get people, older men especially, all the time going, "Oh, can you send me feet pics? I'll give you this money. Here's my PayPal." Blah blah blah. And I'm like. No, I'm not going to sell you my <laughs> pictures of my feet. It is unusual. It's very, very unusual. Mm. But it's good. It's good that you have, you've got a level head and you're able to deal with it. I, I guess I'm curious then, we're talking about Charlie D'Amelio, and I was obviously watching that video and her parents are in there. They're pretty switched on. Your mum seems very switched on about all this. Oh. I'm very aware. Oh, my God, um, yes. I guess I'm curious, you know, you... you take the piss out of your parents, but what what have you learned from them, you know, indirectly or directly at all during all this? You see, this is such a new thing to my mum as well, and she still doesn't even really quite understand it. And my dad, he just he's just like, no, I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> so I guess I haven't really learnt much from both of them uh, can, uh, like about this whole thing except just to not my mum had to tell me to stop reading comments yeah they're basically that's the only thing because people get really harsh on yeah, they get social media so she's like just stop reading comments so, so in a way she's sort of kept you level headed yeah and it it is a lot of stress Do because I, I, I do YouTube I do TikTok I, I do these apps so I have to cr- and I'm also on another app that I have to create a separate content app. So I'm doing, like, multiple videos every what's, day. What's the app? During the week. Oh, it's called Likey. Ah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this. So I'm on that as well. So I have to create content for all of these apps during the week, every day, multiple videos. So my mum was like, okay, you got to, like, wind down. So when it comes to, like, Saturday and Sunday, just don't do anything. Like, okay. Yeah. That's good. Mm. Do, you, do you have any other, like, rules? Like... Do you stop making content by a certain time? No, I just <laughs> <laughs> no because no. like because I can either start at like what it really depends when I feel so like eight a.m., eleven a.m., uh, four p.m. and I'm like uh, and then it can get to eleven p.m. and I'm like all right here we go like let's do it okay so really any time I don't really have a yeah so it's just when you know the the inspiration is mm. hitting okay. That's good, though. It's good to hear that your mum's been able to do that because I can imagine that um, 
but also as well that you were obviously voicing it so she knew because a lot of people would like we my cousin uh, I remember back in the day 2013 she did really really well on Instagram like she went from she went to like 60,000 followers really quickly she had this page called or profile called fun fresh and healthy and it was just about like fitness and stuff like that and it was intense like she would get girls who you know she was 16 she'd have like girls who are like 14 15 and they had like anorexia or bulimia mm-hmm. and they're like asking for advice and she was just like this is full on yeah. and so her mum had to help obviously um but she decided to give it up she's like you know what i've had enough of this i'm gonna go into makeup and now she does makeup solely it it does get stressful at times which is why my mum has helped me the whole time through this Mm. um it has definitely had its ups and downs um but uh, although it gets a bit stressful at times i do enjoy doing it so i'm just gonna keep doing it what's um what's your process like for creating so you film something uh it's very easy on tiktok because you're just basically doing it in app oh i don't i don't film in app i do i do all my uh content on a separate app video star uh, so I do everything in my videos, I, uh, everything. I, I yeah. edit all of them. I do the lighting, location. Do you ever film without the phone? Like we use it, we ever use like a mirrorless camera or anything I've like? done it. I've done it like probably two or three times, um, but I, I mainly do it on my phone. Yeah, because I've noticed a lot of the comedians will use like a, a sort of mirrorless camera like that, like a Sony or a Canon and mm. then put it into, put the actual raw footage into whatever app. Why a video star? Oh, it, 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 it's it's easier. So I've done After Effects. Have you? Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I know my way around After Effects. I've been on there for a while. I've done tutorials on YouTube on how to get started on After yeah, Effects. Yeah, I've seen them. Stuff like that. Um, but if I, I use it because it's less time consuming. So if I do it on my phone, it's it's just simpler rather than just importing it into Adobe After Effects. Okay, mm. so it's just as simple as that. And you don't like the in-app editor at all? There's not much of an editor at all. So yeah. I've never I've I've once in a while I'll film it if it's just like a simple video, but usually I film. Yeah. On VFX. I have to show you some of the ones we make because when we were test doing our testing, Lauren like Lauren's the the creative brain in terms of um editing and all that stuff i don't i know how to use the apps base in a basic way Mm. but she's the creative and um i remember when we're in japan and we're testing things out and she'd be like trying to edit on the app and she's like this is just this is woeful and (laughs) because you you might miss something like if you have to compress a video or cut a video and like it's just getting the timing and all that is a nightmare Mm -hmm. I can imagine with Video Star, I'm guessing it's got like the audio track beneath it, so you can actually s- sort of line things up. Oh no, I can I can import the audio into there and then lip sync over the audio in Video Star, uh-huh. so that's why it's easier. That's why it's easier. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. We're gonna have to get onto that for sure. Um, I was talking before about agencies. I asked probably Australia's biggest independent agency owner last night. What do you want to know about TikTok? He said, honestly, dude, I don't want to sound like everyone else, but he was like, what should we not do? Now, we spoke already about the fact that they should be either supporting creators or doing content that makes sense into all those different formats. So I guess we're more interested now in what insights have you ever had around the algorithm? Because we know that it's different for everyone and it just will keep populating your feed no matter what. I'd say you've got to have a target audience. Like, you you just can't, like, post whatever. Like, you have to appeal to some kind of audience. And because most of the app uh, is probably, I'd say, like, 16 to, like, 24. Like, obviously, there are older people on the app, but mainly 16 to 24. You want to appeal to, like, kind of the younger generation yeah. more than the older generation. So I'd say that. So yeah. when, when you say target audience, do you mean like, okay, you've got to figure out who this person is that you're trying to target, but also understand where are they discovering content on the platform? Like, is it certain hashtags? Is it certain interests? Is it certain... It's, 
from what I've gathered, it's the amount of shares it gets and how long you've watched the video for. So if, if, if somebody watches an entire video all the way through, it has more of a chance of getting into the For You page. Mm. So if, say, I don't know, 100 people watch the whole video, it has way more of a chance getting into the For You page than you just posting a video, somebody watching it like halfway through and going like, oh, I don't want to watch yeah. it anymore. So. Do you think video length has anything to do with that or do you think it's the hook at the very it's, start? It's definitely, it's not the length because if, if you can capture somebody's attention, they'll stay there no matter how long it, it goes for. So uh-huh. I'd have to say... It would be, it would capture be the them hook. at like the start during the middle or something like that or like a like a plot twist kind of thing. Yeah, well, I think the, the hook at the start... Um, and whether it looks interesting or not is key. Mm. It has to be great. Like I notice a lot of, if you actually look at a lot of your thumbnails um, and the first scene in general or the first moment, def- the first second. I definitely try to pick something that people would want to click on. Like that looks interesting. So I'm going to. Mm. Yeah. Like it, it, it's attention grabbing mm. and that's, that's the key thing. Like you notice a lot when you go through the feed that a lot of people that that aren't doing as well will have just really boring, plain, mellow, mm. you know? They're, they've got to put a lot more effort into it, mm. I think. But that's interesting. Because, yeah, the algorithm is a real black box on TikTok. Yeah, there's, there's many different ways, but definitely if somebody watches a whole video through, TikTok will be like, okay, so this is an interesting video. We'll put it in a for you page. Yeah, and it's as simple as that. Mm. What what have you learned about growing an audience? I mean, there, there's you've obviously quite adept at it, but there's a very different way of going about things from a hundred, a thousand. I would 10, say, 000. if you want to keep the growth up, don't change drastically. So if I if I went from comedy, which is my main thing, to just you know doing probably like makeup tutorials, that would not do well at all because that is not what. What they expect. What they expect. So it's like, oh, I, I didn't follow for this, so I'm going to go. So I'd, I'd say definitely stick to what you're doing. Yeah. What do you What do you hate seeing when you're scrolling on the feed? What do I hate seeing? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> politics. Yeah? I didn't come on a TikTok for politics. Yeah. So I, every time I just, I, just, I, just, I just scroll through it because it, it kind of brings... I kind of use TikTok as like a distraction from like what's going on right now. So yeah. if I see like so, like people updating on the coronavirus or basically what's going on in politics right now, I just I didn't come on there for that. I came to like yeah. escape all of that. So. I'd say I'm the same. I remember when I first got into TikTok and I'm like, why the fuck are these people on here talking about politics? Yeah, like, this is bizarre. Nobody nobody really cares. Yeah. Like you have that opinion, great, but nobody else really cares. Yeah. So. So don't do it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about Stewart Corporation. <laughs> what? Um, okay, so you're you're not quite eighteen yet, right? So your sister's just turned eighteen, or she's what nineteen? Oh, she's turning nineteen in September. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have got. Do you have a management company? I remember originally emailing someone, and they said, "Hey, chat to." Yes, but we broke off okay. a couple of days ago, actually. So, so no, no management company now. <laughs> Not yet, no. Um, what, what do you think the future looks like? When you, I mean, when you hit 18, you and your sister probably still be at home, so you're not really obliged to be monetizing this, which is great because you can still continue to grow your audience more and more. But what do you see the future looking like? Like, what do you really want because, you know, like, if, if you talk about even just the people you used to like watching on YouTube, yeah, Red and Link, they I, had, like, a small studio, it's just them mm, creating that, all That's day. definitely one of the biggest things I've wanted to achieve, like, doing something like Red and Link, um, having my own kind of series that I do and, like, have like make it fun and stuff. Yeah. But I'm not really – I'm not quite there yet. So that's definitely a goal of mine, to be able to do something but like that. But that's in your head. Mm. You're like, okay – a little studio space, bunch of cameras, just being able to create yeah, all day. Yeah, definitely. That that's that's literally yeah. what you do now, but in, it's the bedroom, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we're, we're lucky. That's sort of what we've got now, but I, I would like to move this out of our house if it wasn't for coronavirus. Yeah. So, um, 
but yeah, that's uh, that's that's good to hear because like a lot of um, a lot of creators have different ideas around monetizing. And another really strange thing about TikTok that's been hard to adapt to is I have to grow up with my followers. So when I was on um, Musically, I targeted children because I, I was a I was a child myself. I was like yeah. 12, 13, so that was my main audience. So that those people still follow me to this day, so I've had to mature with them and not I've kind yeah. of moved away from trying to appeal to kids. So maturing with them has been a bit difficult but that's, to tackle. It is, but it's also good for you because if you think about it like you're scratching your own itch. Mm. You know, like you're creating stuff for yourself. Mm. And that's going to be interesting to see because I feel like the best create or the ones who have the greatest longevity, like Shane Dawson is a good example of someone who's had longevity and how much he's changed Yeah. for like the last 15 years. I know he got in trouble recently, <laughs> but if you look at Shane, yeah. 2008 or what, like he has changed Definitely. dramatically as a creator. Like he, um, I started watching him. Uh, 2015 when he was just like you know doing silly videos in his kitchen and just like eating weird foods and now it's like full-blown documentaries so he's yeah. definitely switched up a lot it's changed he's changed his lot. content so many times even if you look at some of his his videos for from 10 years ago it's like this is not even the same person I would mm. not have followed him back then yeah no. and and now and I, I only started following Shane like probably two three years ago and it was when he started doing that more, that more serious stuff. I can't remember like the Jeffrey Star docos were fascinating. Definitely, because nobody else on YouTube was doing As, something like that. No, or, or gives that sort of insight. Mm. I, I like insight. I like seeing behind the scenes oh, and what's really going. His conspiracy. He the does, conspiracy. He does that yeah. as well. Like he's he's got a lot of range. He's yeah, got he's lot. got a lot of range. But but I remember Shane Dawson was like in two thousand eight was like impersonations and more comedic it wasn't mm. serious at all mm. so it'd be interesting to see what what Haley looks like 20 years from now what are you doing in terms of you content? know what i can't even see a year from now <laughs> i just take it year by year like i've never had like oh you know this is what i want to do this year and the next year i'm going to do this it's just you know it's just a ride for me do you is there certain types of content that you haven't tried that you that you're thinking about like have you thought about podcasts have you thought oh, I've about definitely thought about podcasts because i uh have you seen h3 yeah love it. i love that podcast <laughs> I, I i i love it it's super good and there's another one that i watched but I, I used to watch but i can't remember do you know uh keemstar drama yes he used to have a podcast and that was really interesting as well can't so. stand keemstar anymore though I saw that H3 thing. Yeah. <laughs> and gosh, a lot of YouTubers are so... Yeah, but that's, just like, but that's just like YouTuber beef, right? That's part of the game. Yeah, that's, that's a part of all of it. But, you know, I've even had people be like, oh, do you want to make music? N no. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll be like, oh, can you like, come into the studio and give us a sample? So I did. Uh, and what did you think? I thought I sounded bad. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of... So I went to New York in 2018 and I was in this competition for a live streaming app and I had to sing. So it, it was like a competition to like come first and you'd win money, but you had to do something musical. Okay. So I had to sing every day for a week straight for 16 hours. As 60 hours as, as part of the competition. Jesus Christ. It, it was insane. And music has never been something... Oh, like, I love music. I absolutely love it. It's what keeps How me going. How did you not it. lose your voice? Because Caitlin, Caitlin and I were doing it together, so she'd go on, and then <laughs> she'd go off, and then I'd, I'd go on for a couple of hours. I'd go off, and then, so it would be like rotation. Wow. It, it was insane. And so I was in New York. So, like, I should be out there. Yeah, so you're basically, what, stuck in the hotel room yes. singing? Yes, but Jesus. music has never been my thing. I, I absolutely adore it and need it every day, but I don't want to make it. Okay, that's interesting. I, I've, I've thought about, um, like, I'm really interested, interested in getting, like, a little synth keyboard. I'm actually about to get Lauren's. We're upgrading laptops. Mine is shit. I've got a MacBook Air. So you can imagine, like, doing anything creative on that is a nightmare. Like, even when I film because we've just started doing YouTube videos. I did like a 30-minute YouTube video that's being edited at the moment, and it's a nightmare on that computer because I've got to film it on OBS. That's an interesting thing. Like, I wonder if you've... When you do YouTube, do you just 
prop the camera up and you just start recording? Yeah, that that's basically it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even really write a script or anything for myself. I just... Yeah. Whatever I say in the video, if I mess up, I just redo the scene again and... That's how I do my videos. Yeah, I, I do. Like, I'm doing this series at the moment. Like, I did a few different random topics because it's all obviously more business marketing focused, but I've started doing this one. It's called Mad Lads of Marketing. <laughs> and it's just, like, just deranged figures uh, in the world of business and marketing who are just ridiculous. I don't know if you know of Kerry Packer. No. Okay, Kerry Packer. It's, I'm noticing this is a thing among your Gen Z, right? Yes. Kerry Packer was like this notorious guy who owned Channel 9, but there was another guy who bought it from him and they had like this battle and his name was Alan Bond. And uh, they were like, I'm not an 80s child, but they're, they're like, they were the pinnacle in the 80s and they were just crazy. Like he'd go into casinos and just put 100 grand on red and he'd lose it and be like, oh, okay, all right. And then he'd go on, it'd be like a $5 note for him. Um, so, yeah, we just did – it's just weird stories about people like that, which has been quite fun. But you need to share the screen, hence why I've got to use OBS for it. Um, okay, so it sounds like you're going to just take things as they come. And I've always done see, that. And see what happens over the next year. Mm. Do you know – so you're, what, 16 now? Yes. Okay, so you've probably got a year or two left of school. Yeah. Do you know at the end of school, are you thinking, okay, I'm just going to go and start making more content and see if you can make something of it? Yeah. Or do you really want to, like, go do uni or something like that? You see, I don't even know. Yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure what I want to do, like, after I finish school. So I don't really have a plan, but yeah, I've got to make one up soon. Well... It's interesting because if you if you should listen back to the episode we had with uh, these guys, Mike and Liam, photographers, they could have gone to uni. One of them did. The other three didn't. And they're all huge photographers now in Australia. And they're still pretty young, so they'll do random little things with Sigma or Apple or whatever. And they just dis- all decided, you know what, fuck uni. Like, why spend 30 grand or go 30 grand into debt to pay back later on when you can just be a creator and learn this stuff anyway. And one of them did a month of uni at RMIT and he was like, I already know this stuff. <laughs> so you may you may find that as well. Yeah. You may find that, you know what, I'm just going to see if I my, can monetize My this. parents just went into TAFE. That's it. Did they? Mm. Yeah. My my parents didn't even finish high school. <laughs> did, did you go to uni? Yeah, yeah, I did uni. I think it, for me it made sense, but I remember thinking at the time... Well, there was two things. I was disappointed with my score because I didn't concentrate enough. So I uh, wanted to do commerce at Monash or something like that, and then I didn't get in by like one point, something ridiculous. I did it. I worked in the finance industry, and I was like, you know what? This creating content is way more interesting, Mm. but I can have the finance marketing angle because I still enjoy that stuff. So it just depends on you, but... Honestly, if I would do uni again, I would change it completely. I would have done like computer science or I don't know, something like design. Something that's an actual skill that I can use. Commerce is good for selling and marketing and stuff like that, but you can also just learn that mm. inherently. If you're an extroverted person, if you're interested in media, you sort of learn it. But um, honestly, it, like if, if I was you, I would be very cautious about going to uni unless you know like okay I want to be this professional or I want to do this thing mm. if you can weather the storm of being a creator and it seems like you got good people around you your mum your sister mm-hmm. as well uh, then you could probably just stick with that you could probably find out that I mean it's changing a lot as well like these guys the way that they've monetized is is little little things like they sell presets yeah they sell They'll do like a live stream with, um, you know, you get like a super, is it a super question on YouTube? What do they call it? Oh, super chat. Super so, chat. Yeah. Um, what else do they do? Random brand deals, mm-hmm. but only brands they like. So Sigma is a big lens brand. Apple, obviously, they were testing like the Apple iPhone 11 in Singapore. So Apple flew them to Singapore. 
they did this whole test and they paid them for the content, all four of them. Oh. And, uh, you know, like first time they've ever been in business class. So, so like, th- th- that's a good example. And they have no pressure because they're still 20, 21, mm. and they're living at home. Mm. They don't really have to move out for another few years. So they're sort of working out what's the area that they monetize it. Because another, another strange thing is you can't really predict where social media is going. No, you definitely. can't. So I don't know what it's going to be like when I do graduate. So, mm. Yeah. But like I said, you, you, you sort of just... See, see where things go, roll with the punches, and mm. you'll be right, I think. I think it sounds like you've got good people around you, so you should be fine. Mm. All right, a few little small questions before we get into what we call rapid-fire questions. Nice. But um, you, obviously, in this interview and in many ways, would get question, questions on TikTok all the time. Mm-hmm. What's the one you hate the most? How old are you? <laughs> okay. Because I hate it so much. I've answered it more than i breathed. All the time I answer, how old are you? You can just look it up because although these celebrity information sites sometimes don't have the best information, I am 16 and they have that on there. So mm. that's how old I am. I, I There was this one point where even my dad started getting sick of it. So he, he grabbed my passport, covered all the like bad, like information that can't be shown. And he's like, look, this is my daughter's passport. She was born in 2004. Stop asking her. And then people are like, oh, you look, you're, you look like you're 18. You look like you're 21. You look like you're this, you're Who that. Cares? Yeah. So. Yeah. I think, though, when people ask that question, they're, um, they're procrastinating. Mm. Like it, they're asking it to give themselves a reason why they should or they shouldn't be creating content. <laughs> like with the photographers, again, uh, what I love about these guys is they will get people asked some questions all the time. And the number one question is, what camera should I buy? Whatever you want. Yeah, what, just whatever do you it. start with, yeah. Just do it. Just yeah. start. and and Because you, you'll get better along the way. So. I, think, I think a lot of people are held back by... Things that are nagging them in their head. They they think they have to have the best of the best and then they can start. It, it, yeah. It's gradual. You start with what you have and then once you start getting bigger and you, you're getting money and attention, then you can upgrade your stuff. Yeah. So it, it, it's a process. They think they have to be zero to two million immediately. Mm. Um, and so another question could be like their age. Like am I too young for this? Am I too old for this? Am I... Uh, not talented enough at this. Am I this that? Mm. You they would get question. They would if, have questions. If like you're that all passionate the time. about it, you should just start it. You shouldn't have to worry about what you should get or if you're too young or if you're not talented enough. You should just do it if you're passionate. Yeah. What's the the highlight and low light of being a creator? I say highlight is I've because of this I've been able to go to Los Angeles I've been able to go to Las Vegas New York so that has definitely been something that has been a highlight but I'd say the lows is definitely the kind of stuff that you get from people it it brings you down so like they'll comment on your weight like you've looked like you've gained weight you need to lose weight like you need to change your hair your makeup your clothes and you just like lose yourself in that so you don't really know how to dress. You don't really know if you should lose weight or not. It, it, it's a brutal place. So definitely yeah. that would be low. Yeah, we. I mean, I remember we've done interviews with people and you get good comments and then you get people who are like complain about the way that you're interviewing. And it's like, well, I don't see you doing anything. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Do you have up. a podcast? Yeah. No. Do you know how much effort goes into this thing? And I, I think that people just again, do it as, like, a, a way of externalising their own feelings. Yeah, and it's just, like, if you don't like the podcast, you don't have to watch Yeah, it's it. free. <laughs> it's free. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that's that's very, very interesting. All right, rap, rapid-fire questions. We're going to be quick on these okay. ones. So uh, what does your morning routine look like? Um, staying in bed for, like, 30 minutes, getting up to have a shower, breakfast, then get started with the day. Okay. At night, how do you sort of decompress? What are you watching? What are you doing? Um, well, I, I get out of my makeup. I grab snacks. I don't care what time it is. Uh, I, like 12 a.m. one, I'll get snacks anyways. Uh, and then I'll watch YouTube. Okay. And snacks of choice? Uh, Pringles. Okay. And Kinder Buenos. Oh. Buenos. They're so good. But also, this is a weird one. I get a lot of, you know, crap about this. I eat raw noodles. 
I love... As in, like, the two-minute noodles? Yeah, so, like, the packet ones. Yeah, I'm they're good. Them. They're great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to do that a lot. Mm. Um, how many spoons in a cup of Milo do you have? At least five. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Minimum. I'm just... You've got to make sure every Aussie person who has grown up in life has raw two-minute noodles mm-hmm. and at least three or four spoons yep. of Milo. It's it's like it's it's part of your and citizenship. I prefer there. cold. Yeah, I don't like hot for that much. Yeah, I do. You know what? Like I think about it now. When you make two the, the noodles, they actually get really. Um, when you make because we had some recently, you know, like this whole coronavirus lockdown yeah. shit. We bought a bunch of two minute noodles, yeah. and like I'm like to Lauren, fuck, we're gonna use up these noodles because we've got all these fucking noodles, and the cup of noodles like they're fucking stodgy when you heat them up. It's like it absorbs. All the water, yeah. and then you eat it, and you just you feel immediately bloated. Yeah. Whereas if you eat it on its own, it's like, well, still tastes it, like it's the noodle. Great. Like I've, it's I've had, I've had. Do you, how much flavor do you put on it? None, or just on its I, own? I, I, I put the I put the seasoning on definitely <laughs> all of it. Um, but I've put it in a sandwich before. So like I grab a piece of bread, noodles. <laughs> it's great. I have done that. I've done that. It's good. Um, all right. During this whole lockdown period, what do you think? And you could have bought it beforehand or during it as well. What's been the best purchase under $200? Anything that's helped helped um, you during this. Oh, so could, could it be like just anything? Anything. anything. Could be a food item. Could be a camera. Could be AirPods. Could be a game. Could be a subscription. Just anything. Oh, gosh. Um, my stand subscription. Okay. My stand what have you been watching? Um, I've been watching documentaries, so, um, I am really obsessed with Oasis at the moment, that band. Okay. Um, so I've been watching their documentaries, um, on there, and I've also been watching Family Guy, as I said at the start, so, um, and I've started a CD collection out of boredom. Okay. In lockdown, so I have, like, a whole thing now. Nice. I, I, Stan's actually underrated. It is. It has a lot of good things. It's got a lot of stuff. It's got... Obviously, I was saying before, we started watching Mad Men. I've never watched it and everyone raves on about it. So we started watching that. But we watched The Great with, um, fuck, uh, the blonde girl. I can't remember her name. Anyway, it's very, very fucking funny. Like, it's their new uh, original release. So check that out if you can. Yeah, and they've they've got a lot on there that Netflix doesn't. Yes. Netflix doesn't have Family Guy. So, yeah, yeah, the, and a lot of movies, that, like older movies, that are, say, 10 years old, that mm. Netflix just doesn't have. So Stan's like a good, it's a handy little filler. Mm. Um, all right, Hayley, thank you. Uh, thanks so much for coming in. Thank Where you can people find you on the interwebs? You guys can find me on YouTube, Halo Haley, Instagram, Halo Haley, TikTok, Halo Haley. Well. <laughs> that's my name everywhere, so you can find me. If you really any social... Oh, Twitter. Hello, Hello, three. You're on Twitter. I am on Twitter, yes. What do you think of Twitter? Oh, I try to avoid the news section because it just brings me down. Like, it's just constant bad news, so yeah. I avoid that. Uh, yeah, Twitter for me has become, like, uh, a real echo chamber. I, mm-hmm. But I'm still drawn back to it. It's a bad thing. It's like a bad habit. I, I can't stop going on to Twitter. Yeah. I can't. Um, but look, Hayley, thanks for coming in. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening in to this episode. If you like it, do leave us a written review on your podcast app as it helps us continue going on a weekly basis and we do love reading those reviews as well. Uh, If you want the show notes, you can find that below or with our previous guest at neural.com slash podcast. That's N-E-U-R-A-L-L-E dot com slash podcast. To watch the full video, search Uncommon Show on YouTube, and to keep up to date with behind the scenes and clips for the show, you can find us at Uncommon underscore show on Instagram. But until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening.